Welcome to the Sober Vibes Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Anderson. I decided to end my decade-long love affair with alcohol in 2012 at 29 years old. I chose to live openly as a recovering alcoholic with honesty and humor while figuring it out one day at a time. This space will bring you weekly episodes of my own personal experiences with my addiction and sobriety, as well as me interviewing incredible souls who are living life without drugs and alcohol. This podcast is here to inspire you, empower you, uplift you, and bring you some laughter along the way in your own journey. Sit back, relax, and let's have a time. podcast is brought to you by my Sober Vibes coaching program. You don't have to walk this journey alone. When you work with me, you'll get personalized one-on-one support and accountability. You will have your own sobriety coach in your back pocket at all times. I was on the shame, guilt, hangover, and anxiety run and roller coaster for a decade when it came to my addiction with alcohol. Then I learned that I deserve to feel loved and be loved and that anything is possible in sobriety. I know right now it sounds like a pipe dream, but it's possible for you too. Just imagine how you will feel when you have someone rooting you on 24-7, have tools in place that when you get an urge to drink, you know exactly what to do to not drink. Know how to eat well, understand how exercise affects your sobriety and healthy things you can do to make movement a regular part of your day without feeling overwhelmed or obligated. Have money to knock some things off your bucket list since you're no longer spending it on alcohol. Pay off the debt that's been adding up. I mean, think about it. Think. $50 to $100 a week that you were spending on alcohol, what you now can spend it on. Get that promotion at work or make that job change you've always dreamed of. Enjoy an intimate relationship with your partner. Enjoy parties, celebrations, and get-togethers alcohol-free while still having a good time. And live a life that's fun and that you absolutely love living. You were meant to thrive, not just survive. I'm proof that you can live a life with alcohol and thrive. You don't have to be bored, it doesn't have to feel hard, and it doesn't have to be a struggle each and every day. Visit CourtneyRecovered.com Work With Me page to sign up for your one-on-one freedom consult call and learn more. Welcome to the Sober Vibes Podcast. I am your host, Courtney Anderson. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's just me solo dolo today. And I have a great topic to talk about because this is very, very common. This is, I believe, one of like the most frustrating um, things in the whole sobriety uh, recovery path, especially too for women. It's very, very, very hard for us. And that is the weight gain that happens. I know it doesn't happen for everybody, but there's a whole, there's a majority of women it happens to. You could be right now to eating a bunch of sweets and being like, why can't I get this under control? But I am here to tell you today that it is okay. You have to give yourself some grace and trusting the process during this time. Please remember, and I believe I've said this numerous times before, but just since we're specifically honing in on this today, or that I'm specifically honing on on this today, and lately it's been coming up a lot um, 
of people messaging me or emailing me and stating what they're struggling with in sobriety and it's a sweet tooth and or getting motivated to take off this weight or the weight gain in sobriety. Um, And you have to remember that you put alcohol into your system, let's say every day or a couple times a week for, uh, I don't know, 15, 20 years. That you've been putting alcohol into your system that breaks down to sugar. So you are actually, you have continuously fed the beast of what is a sugar addiction, which is the number one addiction of um, people, is sugar addiction. And that is why you are craving the sweets currently in your sobriety, or if you're, you know, with drugs, you know, you got the. You're jonesing, you got the the itch with drugs and alcohol, and you go for something sweet. And I'm just here to tell you, like, please, if you have to choose a cupcake over a cocktail or a cocaine or whatever it is that um, you had a problem with, choose that. I'm not, I'm not on a mission right here to tell you, like, oh, because one time somebody gave me guff on my social media, like, telling me I was supporting diabetes, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, I'm supporting someone staying sober and clean, and if they have to reach for a ding-dong or a ho-ho or a, a bag of blow pops, um, Skittles, like, I love Skittles, you know, Starburst, what, what the fuck, you have to crush five Coca-Cola classics? Do it because in time, there's going to be a point when you get past your hump, when you make it those first couple months, that first year, maybe first two, three years, that then you're going to be like, okay, I have that down. I have the solidness. I have the, I, I have a solid foundation here. I feel comfortable to now start working on this. And that would be your health and fitness. For me, that first year, you guys, I just, I fucking ate. I ate. I didn't give a fuck. I didn't allow myself to shame myself, you know, and I have, I have struggled with weight my whole life. I have had this unhealthy relationship with food because there was lack of food in, my parents were divorced, so on the weekends, I would go to my dad's. During the week at my mom's, we didn't have food in the house, and then on the weekends, my dad he would, um, like, and that's where I fell in love with baking because on the weekends he would let me, let me get like brownies or cake to bake for me to have something to do at his apartment. And I would bake and then I would have this or two. We would go to Blockbuster. God, I miss Blockbuster, but we, we, that is one chain like forever that will have my heart is Blockbuster and just the simple, the art of going to the movie, um, the video store on a Friday night, making sure that you got there early because all of those movies, you had to get the movies before they went or on Tuesdays when they would release new movies on Tuesdays. Anyways, I still have my Blockbuster membership card. So, and then so on the weekends when I was with my dad, he would allow me to bake, you know, because this again was something cheap for him to do. Um, and then on, we would go to Blockbuster, and he then would allow me to pick out treats, you know, at the at the aisle when you were waiting in line, like all of those good Blockbuster treats. So then on the weekend, I would have like a little binge fest, okay? And then so all of my life, I've had an unhealthy relationship with food and 
gain weight, lose weight, gain weight, lose weight, gain weight, lose weight. So I'm at the point where I am 37 years old. I just have learned to accept that I'm going to go through these ebbs and flows with my weight because I'm not trying to put pressure on myself anymore of being, you know, the skinniest. I just want to feel good and comfortable in my own skin along with having a healthy relationship with food. And this is the thing, ladies and gents, because I should not um, not include men on this. If you have an eating disorder, if you suffered from an eating disorder when you were young, it, there is a high, like, there, it's, you're almost told women who've had eating disorder or men, it is very easy for them to start drinking heavily. Like, there's, there's, um, I'm like losing track of the word of what it is, but there is a strong connection. There we go. Connection between the two of eating disorder and alcoholism. Um, and one of my clients one time told me that her therapist a long, long, long time ago had told her too, was just like you, if you've had an, an eating disorder, you shouldn't even drink. So my point is with this with going back to the healthy eating. It's just like, I've just learned to accept it. Because since I, you know, almost eight years sober, I've I've gone up and down with my weight. I've, in seven years, seven, six years, I've put on the weight that I lost getting ready for my wedding, you know? So, and then you have this fucking COVID coronavirus pandemic that we're in and nobody prepared any of us for a pandemic. So if you're eating your way through it, and that's what you have to do to stay sober. Eat your way through it. And I support that. I support anyone staying sober and clean and doing what you have to do during these stressful times. People are losing jobs. People are getting sick. Um, you might be in your house right now with your husband that you fucking hate. And your kids are driving you nuts. Like how else, you know, and, and that's what it comes down to. It's like coping. There's not a lot right now that you can do to cope. Let's get real. There's only so much meditation and journaling you can get. And I like to keep it real and I'll never tell you that that's the end-all be-all answer to everything because some days life fucking sucks and you want fucking to eat a whole cake, which I've done. I've been on an, I am on an IVF journey for the past six years. I mean, how many think, how many cakes do you think I've taken back? And I've been okay with that because I was like, well, I didn't turn to alcohol with this. so. If you're in early sobriety, I'm just going to say this. If you were at day zero to day, to three years in that time period, and you're like, when is this going to end? Like, stop, just, you have to stop beating yourself up right now. Please stop beating yourself up. Give yourself some grace and know that this shit takes time. And in time, you are really going to then be like, okay. I'm then now going to start focusing on, on nutrition and fitness, and you should be putting those two things together. And because the more that you are going to put in the energy to work out, the the easier it is to make healthier choices. Um, and that is something that I have learned. And you just feel better. You know, I mean, it does get to the point in me coming out of the pandemic, you know, for these past couple couple months of eating like I was five again, not necessarily five, I'll go like six of like peanut butter jelly sandwiches. At one point at the, uh, when I went grocery shopping, I got three boxes of pancake mix because you know, you never know when you're going to need a pancake. And 
All the pancake boxes were out at the grocery store and there were three left. I was like, I'm just going to get them. You know, grocery shopping like you haven't in such a long time. I haven't. I mean, we were crushing sodas, pops, wherever in the United States you are from, Cokes. Um, we were crushing Cokes and Matt and I don't really buy that stuff and keep it in the house because if I keep it in the house, I will consume. And clearly I did for the last three months. So now I'm in that point where I'm like, I don't feel good mentally. I know I can feel better, you know, and I try to do as much as possible holistically to not have bouts of depression and anxiety. And I know that exercising and proper nutrition helps with that. So wherever you are in your journey, please stop beating yourself up. The cravings are going to go away in time. And if they don't, they don't. It's just part of it. And you have to accept it and be okay with that because you're making a choice not to drink and not to go down that rabbit hole and not to self-sabotage and not go into the cycle of shame and guilt when you pick up the bottle. Okay? If, and this is my, if you are in currently a cycle of the treats and you're in that those first couple of years, I tell everybody, just add in some vegetables and make sure you are drinking half of your body weight in ounces of water, okay? So if you're 160 pounds, drink 80 ounces of water a day and you will feel better. So just add in some vegetables and add in some water, but just, just you, and that's where it's hard with women because it's just like, it's just such a thing. Like I, I get it that there's like the whole body positive thing and that's fine. You can be body positive, but if you don't feel good mentally and you look in the mirror and you're just like not happy with what you see, it's like that can get, that can wear on you. Same thing with the scale, with jumping on the scale, you know, and a lot of us women, who are approaching, I would say, who are about 30 and up, maybe like 35 and up, we have a lot of um, conditioning that we have to fucking uncondition from our brains because for so long we were told like the Kate Mosses and like, you know, that supermodel skinny was the look. And that lasted a long goddamn time, you guys even in the 2000s. So it wasn't until about, I don't know, maybe the Obama years started with 2008, that there was a a change in how women's curves and women's different bodies, like that Dove commercial. If you guys can remember, there was a Dove commercial where they had, it was a great campaign, where they had all women's of shape and sizes and colors um, with the Dove soap. So, and I think that was the start of it. But that wasn't until this, like within the last 10 years. And here we are already in our 30s, like, oh, what the fuck? Be, you know, being curvy, like, let's embrace this now. So it's just going to take a little bit. And that's, that's where your mind goes and, and you have to just go with the flow. But if you're not feeling good in time, you, you can take off that weight and you can start feeling better. But just know that the sweet tooth it lasts for a long time. Because you stop drinking one day does not mean that all this other shit stops too. Think of the amount of time the damage you have done to your body with alcohol. 
So you got 10 years on you if you've been in an in an active relationship with drinking for 10 years. I'm at eight, okay? Of eight years of, in August will be eight years of being sober, and I still have some stuff that I'm working out from my active addiction and to just growing up of things that I've learned of just like mentally of that's how you should think or not, you know? So you really do have to unfuck your brain. (laughs) I hope this podcast helps you today. I hope this episode and this podcast, of course, helps you um, if you can. If you haven't already, please rate and review the show. Make sure you subscribe too so you never miss an episode. And say hello to me on social media. Tag me on Instagram on Sober Vibes. Please come join the Facebook group for women only if you are not in there right now. And make sure you visit my website, CourtneyRecovered.com, so you have all the resources that you need to help you on this journey. Um, I will be making an announcement in a couple weeks for the party for National Sober Day, which is September 14th. I'm super excited about that. Got some fun stuff lined up for that day. Even if you're not sober and you are a fan of the show and listen, because I do have friends who drink who do listen to the show, and that is okay, because as I've said from the get-go, and we know that um, not everybody who drinks has a problem, but I'm asking you guys not to drink on that day. Support me, support anyone that you know out there who has had an issue, and just stand up with them that day to bring more awareness. More awareness to that sobriety is not a fucking death sentence. That the relationship that these people have with alcohol and where it's an addiction and it's an issue, that's a death sentence. You know what I mean? All right. Thank you so much for listening. Love you guys. Keep on trucking today. 